Welcome back to Emotional Runway, the entrepreneur's guide to mental health. In today's episode, Krista and I talk about the wide range of mental health issues that entrepreneurs are at higher risk of facing. We also have our very first guest, Rigved Joshi, the director of I2C Incubator at University of Alabama Huntsville. Hope you enjoy. Today, we are very excited to have Rigved Joshi, who is the director of the I2C at uh, the University of Alabama in Huntsville, where we are recording this podcast. So we will talk to him in just a minute. But before we get to that, the way we're going to do this going forward, now that we're on our second episode, <laughs> like we're, we're experts now, is uh, we're going to start each episode by talking about a mental health issue that faces entrepreneurs. And we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit with your expertise, and then we'll welcome our guests. And we've got some other fun stuff in store as we get into our third episode and really become experts of this. So today we wanted to just kind of go over some of the, just kind of a review of different topics, different mental health issues that entrepreneurs might face. So Take it away. Where, where do we begin? There's so many. Where There's so do many. we begin? So I think a sensible place to start is to talk about what is mental health. So mentalhealth.gov defines mental health as the emotional, psychological, and social well-being of individuals. Um, mental health really drives how we think, how we feel, how we behave. It's super critical for entrepreneurs in particular to take care of their mental health because if you are not well, your business is not going to be well. Um, entrepreneurs have some common mental health issues that they face. Um, we know that entrepreneurs are more vulnerable to mental health issues. Um, some of them that we have identified here are loneliness, isolation, um, dealing with chronic stress is a focus of, you know, or particularly mentioned in our ecosystem here. The other issues that we often see are a lot of anxiety, ADHD, post-traumatic stress. Um, addiction is something that is very prevalent in the community, as well as suicidal ideation. So are there like any that we don't have? Maybe I should have asked you which that we're not more prone to. <laughs> Well, I, the important thing is entrepreneurs are also humans. Right. So we are subject to experiencing all of these things. You know, um, I believe I did point out on the first episode, but if you are human, you will experience mental health. Right. It is just part of who we are. And it is really important for us to acknowledge that, accept that, and recognize there are a lot of things we can do to be well. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess so, you know, it's, I've spent a lot of time thinking about mental health over the years because you know, my family's dealt with it. I've dealt with it. Um, some of these things are chemical, right? Or we're predisposed to these things chemically. I think some of these are situational mm -hmm. um, and some of them are chemical exacerbated by the situation. So, I mean, do you think uh, we probably, we may not know the answer to this, but do you think that there's something about entrepreneurs inherently that makes them more susceptible to mental health disorders or it's just the situation that we've put ourselves in or both? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, when we, are in the entrepreneurial, the founder space, we operate under chronic stress. It is just part of who we are and what we do. Chronic stress is associated with all types of health and mental health issues. Um, for example, the mental health issues being most commonly anxiety and depression. The health issues 
are anything from metabolic issues, digestive issues, chronic diseases. Um, high blood pressure is very common. Um, there's a high incidence of actually stroke in the entrepreneurial community. Um, for obvious reasons, right. we are under a lot of chronic stress. Yeah. No, I, I think that makes sense. And so it's more about the situation that we're putting ourselves in that's exacerbating anything that might be underlying and mm -hmm. maybe creating some things that might not have been there if we hadn't chosen this path. Absolutely. Now, I mean, you know, I, I think it's fair to play devil's advocate here too. Anybody who's got a job anywhere, even a nine to five, is probably under a decent amount of stress. What makes it more stressful as an entrepreneur than your typical nine to five? So what makes it more stressful is you can't just shut down at five o'clock in the, in the evening. Right? Can't leave work at work. Yeah. You cannot leave work. We cannot leave work at work. And it's, it's always on your mind, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something you bring onto the, you know, sidelines to your kids sporting events, right? How many times have you taken a call in the midst of something going on in your personal life? Have you been at one of my kids' sporting events? Yeah. How, do you know, how do you know I'm doing that? I know that's where I'm at, the sidelines in the corner, yeah. how, you know, crouched over on my phone. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I think in entrepreneurial um, mental health that I talk a lot with my clients about is the fact that as an entrepreneur, as you grow your, your business, you're also responsible for so many other people, right? Right. You are responsible for the people you're employing. And how do you keep yourself together? And how do you keep everyone else well in your company? That's right. a lot to keep on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's almost like uh, being a parent to your entire staff because you're worried about their well-being and, mm -hmm. and are they going to be safe and things like that. So what? So we've covered all of the multitude of different mental health illnesses that we might face as entrepreneurs. We're going to dive into each one of those at some point in a future episode. But what what is what is the solution? I mean, like, you know, people always say, like, well, if you're in a stressful job, just leave. And it's like, yeah, that's not <laughs> just that's quit and walk a, out. That's not a thing. I would have um, done it years ago, probably. But uh, I mean, is there anything like what what are some of the things? And again, high level and we can dive into each one of these later. But high level, what are some of the things that you can do to kind of reduce that stress without just quitting? Well, I think first let's talk about why people don't ask for help, period. And that's a lot to do with the stigma associated with mental health. You know, stigma essentially is a negative belief you have towards someone or something, you know, because of a certain characteristic. In this case, you know, Matt, you seem to be really down. Are you depressed? You know, um, it tends to not draw people towards, but actually keep people away. And so when people go through those experiences, they're less apt to ask for help when they need help. Um, so I would say that in order for us to make a difference here, we have to start thinking about what are the tools that we can learn or implement in order to stay mentally well. So Emotional regulation is huge, right? Being aware of how we're feeling in the moment. So if you're in a really stressful situation at work, like you had mentioned the pitch decks and why that is, you know, 
doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies and you don't feel calm and relaxed to do it. So if you recognize that you are feeling really anxious, you know, and that could feel like the tightness in your chest, the sweatiness in your palms, you know, um, you're, you're unable to take a deep breath. That's a good point where you become aware, right? So starting with awareness of the feeling, being able to sit with the feeling, that is all related to emotional regulation and mindfulness, right? A lot of times we are in our spaces at work, we're focused on our phone going off, our watch dinging, we're constantly on the computer. When we're doing that, what are we not doing? Yeah, now that makes a ton of sense. And kind of taking a step back, I, I read this thing the other day that was talking about how when you're exhausted and you're trying to finish something, that it actually is more effective to just stop than to try and push through because it's going to take you twice as long and it'll be less effective. So, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth now, but as you know, walk away, take a break, go yeah. do something else. Yeah. So one of the techniques that I do a lot with for ADHD, particularly because, you know, ADHD is very prevalent in the founder space. It's called the Pomodoro method. So it's essentially working for 25 minutes and then taking yourself like a five minute break and then getting back to it. Now, is that always realistic? Probably not. But the benefit there is you have skills, tools in your tool belt in order to employ when you need them. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, other than you feel like you're operating in a vacuum. So at least, okay, I've identified there's a problem and I'm going to do something about it, even if it's just take five minutes and go clear my head and then get back to, get back to the task at hand. Yeah. So feeling, so being aware of the feeling, feeling the feeling, and then actually implementing something that helps decrease whatever that feeling is. You know, with anxiety, oftentimes that's, you know, you take five second breath in and double the exhale. So that's a 10 second exhale. It's hand over your chest and it's being able to give yourself positive affirmations. Let yourself know it's going to be okay. Like this moment will pass. Those are just really simple ways that you can really do anywhere. Yeah. You know? No, I, I think that's right. And, you know, you and I were texting over the weekend. I heard this term uh, called familiar panic, uh, which was, you know, okay, I'm panicking about something. And then having the immediate realization that, wait a minute, this is the same thing I panicked about two days ago. And it turned out fine. And I just need to be comfortable in that feeling and just like sit into it, you know, uh, let it wave over, wash mm -hmm. over me. And, uh, and then it turned out fine last time. It'll probably turn out fine this time. Um, conditioning, I guess, would, is that what you would call something like that? Yeah. And it's, it's desensitizing yourself to what that experience or feeling is. And you be, it sounds kind of woohoo, but in the mental health field, we often say befriend it, yeah. right? Sometimes even <laughs> speak to it, yeah. right? Like, Hey, anxiety, I feel you're there. Right. You know, what are you trying to tell me? emotions are, they are road signs, right? So if we are feeling fearful, why do we feel that way? It's most likely because we're about to come up on something that means a whole lot to us, you right. know, is a big deal, right? Mindfulness is something I work a whole lot with in my practice. I really just believe this is so powerful and not just for an entrepreneurial space, but everybody should be implementing some type of mindfulness practice because it creates 
the ability for us to show up and be present in our modern, crazy, hustled life that we live, you know? And if you're not aware of how you're thinking, what you're feeling, how do you show up for yourself? How do you show up for the people you're working with? How do you show up for your family? Right. God, this seems so, like, obvious now when you say it. You know, I mean, it's it's like when you go to the doctor, you're like, I don't want to know if there's something wrong with me. Well, you can't fix it unless you know it's wrong. So it's obvious. Like, let's identify the emotion and then address it. So, um, no, I'm I'm really excited to, to get into each one of those things because I've been through, I think, every one of them that I, you know, checked off every box uh, over the course of the last eight years. And uh, I'm excited to kind of get some of the tips for, uh, for managing them. So um, what I want to do now is bring in Rigved. Uh, you've been uh, joining us here in the studio. You've, you've heard all this. Um, so welcome officially to Rigved Joshi, who's the director of I2C here at the University of Alabama Huntsville. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Matt. It's yeah. a pleasure to be here. And thank you for uh, letting us use this wonderful podcast Absolutely. studio as well. Absolutely. So uh, we wanted to have you on the show uh, very early uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because um, you kind of inspired a lot of this. Uh, you know, I, I for those of, of you who weren't aware, I posted some stuff on LinkedIn. Uh, it's about two months ago now and just put it out into the universe. You know, I'm struggling. Um, mental health is a real problem for entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, there really aren't a lot of resources out there. And I vowed to do something about it, although I actually had no idea what I was going to do about <laughs> it. I was just putting it out there. Uh, and you saw my posts and uh, and you texted me and said, I'm actually in a place to do something about this. So tell me, like, what what was that like? for? I mean, what what did that what chord did that strike for you? Well, I think um, I think it was just so relevant, especially given the fact that I have had a chance to mentor hundreds of entrepreneurs throughout my career for someone to really come out and just be so open about their feelings, you know, especially as it relates to the stress, the anxiety, um, you know, just the emotional runway required to build and scale a business. So the moment I saw it, it was just like, um, uh, it was a, a, a lightning that struck, you know, in my head saying, hey, we, we are in a position to do something, so we got to do it. And here we have someone who is, you know, within our ecosystem, within the I2C, um, who, you know, is openly coming out and talking about his struggles of scaling a business. Um, you know, I'm sure there are others who may benefit from a resource like this, which may which we can potentially easily be able to create. So, that was really the motivation. So big thanks to you for for striking that chord and, um, you know, allowing me to see if we can indeed put put the pieces of the puzzle together. No, it's awesome. I mean, that's I it's exactly what I hoped would happen. I had no, you know, I preconceived notions about it. But um, so just real briefly, so I can uh, so we can cover this here. I2C is an entrepreneur's community. It's a would you call it an incubator here in at the university? Yes, it, it is an incubator. It's, it's a little different because in spite of being anchored to a university, UAH, we are not just focusing on faculty and students, but it's more regional in, it, in, in its sense. So it's regional entrepreneurship focusing on uh, STEM and technology, you know, verticals across a 15-county region. So um, most of the companies we have here, including yourself, are from within the community, um, either within the North Alabama community or, you know, regional or even international. And um, 
um, we have a small mix of um, student and faculty startups as well. That's awesome. Yeah, no, and it's been an incredible community. Although, as I talked about on the first episode, when I joined I2C, it was like at the height of COVID. And so yeah. nobody was actually here. <laughs> right. um, and so the community piece was missing. But uh, it was a great way for me to, you know, meet some people and get out of the house. So my kids weren't driving me nuts. <laughs> um, so so what? tell me about MindSpark. And I'm going to defer to both of you on this because you guys together are doing MindSpark or I'm, I'm just the lowly podcast host here. So uh, tell me about MindSpark and, and how you guys got that inspiration. And I'll, I'll let you guys discuss that. Sure, I, I can start. So um, when I saw your post, Matt, I think um, I started looking into resources that were available that we could tap into easily to bring, you know, bring into the program that I envisioned would be a part of the I2C's mental health, you know, support for our community. And around that time, it was, it was interesting. Um, you know, I was contacted uh, by Krista for something that was kind of related, but it was more in the neurodiverse space and neurodiverse and tech. And she wanted to find out, you know, um, how we could support. There was also another un- another entrepreneur who was with her, um, and um, you know that meeting ended. And then I said, okay, you know what? There may be an opportunity where I could talk about what I had learned from your post. And what I had envisioned in terms of, hey, let's do something about it with Krista. And uh, that's how that conversation just came about. And it was just, you know, it was just so organic. And uh, it so happened that she was very much um, focusing on, you know, mental health for entrepreneurs. And then that snowballed into a few other meetings. And then, of course, you, you know, you came into the picture. And um, I think that's how it all came about. So, it was, um, it was just um, the the planning was something where I needed help because I'm not a clinician. I, I can view I view myself more as a mentor, um, but I don't have expertise in mental health. I don't have expertise in therapy and things of that nature. So I so we needed some someone who could anchor that, be that be the face of that program. So um, super super fortunate that you know. Um, Thank we, you. We, found, we found Krista and, uh, you know, the, it's, it's just uh, worked out really well. And I'm sure that we'll be able to build this as we move along. Yeah. And we're just starting to build it, which is really exciting. So Krista, can you tell us a little bit about what the program might look like or some of the, the features that you guys are talking about, including in, in our program for the internal I2C folks? Yeah. So I've, you know, it's called MindSpark, and the tagline is um, think better, feel better, innovate better. Um, my, I guess the vision here is that we're increasing awareness um, related to the mental health needs of founders, um, also access to the resources that are needed to provide adequate support to our founders here. And then the third thing is really building out a skill set, right? So through, say, classes or online offerings of um, educational programs or seminars or whatever in order to learn the skills needed to really innovate better and kind of, like, do life better. So so those are the three initiatives, I guess, of the program. And so how are we going to do that? The thought is we're going to offer one-on-one um counseling services, coaching services, if that's um, someone is interested in that. We're going to really start 
mid-month focusing on small groups, so process groups, just really identifying a particular topic of mental health and really giving founders an opportunity to come together, share their experiences with one another, make connections, um, just really be authentic together. The other thing I'm doing with MindSpark is really trying to pull together a variety of resources, whether that be additional providers in the community, whether that be evidence-based, you know, articles that would be of interest to our founders, um, and really doing a lot of legwork, just identifying what's out there and is it relevant to us, and if so, how can we connect with it? Yeah, that's that's all. I mean, and I'm looking forward to it because there's going to be so much material that we can gain from that and bring to the podcast that we can bring to a larger audience than I2C. Right. W- what are your thoughts about broadening this out of, I mean, we're just now starting here, so we're, it's too early, but is the goal to bring this outside of I2C into Huntsville or the rest of the country or what? I, I hope so because, you know, in my research, limited research, I would say, I've seen programs like this at other incubators or maybe accelerators. I think Techstars has a lot of resources for mental uh, mental health related to entrepreneurs, and I'm sure other accelerators do. I think there's a real opportunity where we can expand this beyond the I2C for sure. And to start with, you know, expand it for entrepreneurs from within the community, within the region, within the state, and then potentially have the right kind of connectivity and pathways with other programs within the nation as well. Because at the end of the day, I think, I think if we are able to leverage, you know, if we are able to collaborate, and if we are able to you know, bring in resources from outside, just as Krista said, it's going to just overall enhance the quality of uh, the support and the program and the platform that we are looking to build. So it's and it's it's very early at this point. So you know we have the flexibility, and I think we have an opportunity to make some mistakes and correct them because you know we are just focusing on the I two C at this point. Having um, having someone like Krista on board uh, and having the and being on the same wavelength as in terms of what this can, what this should look like, and what this can become, you know, makes it that much easier. And um, of course, Matt, to have have someone like you who got all of this started and who's you know really passionate about this um, uh, this subject, given your journey and given where you are at, um, also is an inspiration for for the two of us as well. No, well, um, I, I, you know. look, it's the least I could do. So, absolutely, you know, absolutely. I, I told my wife if if I had to go through all these struggles just to bring this information to other people, then it's totally worth it because, you know, just despite the fact that I've been grinding away on this business for right. nine years now, she said, I think this might be the most important thing you've actually ever done, and uh, and that's very exciting to and me. And I I, th- I think we talk about storytelling, um, you know, when you're in when you're trying to build a pitch for investors, mm-hmm. you know, this is a different kind of storytelling. Because, you know, I'm sure, you know, you'll have the opportunity to bring uh, or you are going to bring other other folks on this podcast, maybe other entrepreneurs who will share their journey, their story uh, with respect to mental health that they may have faced scaling their startups and things like that. So I think the storytelling aspect is is, is very much important. It, it sort of allows entrepreneurs or the listeners to potentially take their guard down yeah. a little bit and well, be more willing to accept that, hey, maybe I'm in this position. Hey, maybe I can tap into this resource or maybe these are some corrective measures that I can take to 
um, you know, be in a better place mentally, which then will reflect across the board uh, when I'm trying to build my business. Or, you know? and, and I hope to maybe some founders will see in their partners, hey, I'm identifying something that might be wrong here. Let me step in and help that person Absolutely. Before, before they run out. Absolutely, be- because it's not just about building the comp- a company. It's also about how all of that, as, as you folks have been talking about, reflects in your personal life as well. Right. So, I mean, um, yeah, this is, this is important, I think. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm happy that, you know, we have the I2C and, and, you know, I have the flexibility to think outside the box and be able to work with amazing people like Krista and be able to, you know, at least try and explore and build something that will create a lasting impact for uh, our entrepreneurial community. Well, I thank you uh, for taking this on. I really uh, am inspired by the fact that you were excited about it and want to try and do something about it. And I think it's a testament to your leadership here at I2C and also to the, the forethought of the university to to get behind something like this and, and really support that. Yeah, and I think, I think I, I have to say it, I don't think we, we would have gotten too far w- without finding the right individual, the right person to help yeah. us navigate. No, I think we can all agree that Krista <laughs> definitely fits that bill. So <laughs> right from, you know, coming up with, um, you know, the name, you know, we have the Spark Studio and she came up with MindSpark, which was perfect. And then just, you know, uh, what it means in, in, you know, in that, uh, what it means through that tagline, it was just, it just all came together really well. So uh, yeah, it, it's, um, you always, I mean, I always believe that, we need to surround ourselves with the right kind of people, the right whether it's mentors, whether it's strategic, whether it's entrepreneurs, or whether it's you know uh, stakeholders, anyone that can add value and that can enhance the quality of what we are trying to build. Because yeah. I I personally don't have the answers to everything, so so if if I have the flexibility to work with really smart people and be able to you know. Uh, build programs like MindSpark, then I think I'm doing a pretty decent job of, you know, supporting our entrepreneurial community. So this is still early, we'll see, but uh, it's extremely exciting uh, to to be doing this and for for I2C being, you know, a a part of this. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. Well, thank you for doing it. Krista, thank you for being part of this journey. Uh, you're going to see, you're going to hear a lot. Uh, we're going to have a lot of text (laughs) messages and a lot of back and forth on this. So, uh, thank you for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thank you for uh, your leadership on this. And, uh, I think we'll wrap it right there. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us today. Big thanks to Rigved for coming on the show. And I hope you took some of his passion away from that discussion. If you like what you heard today, please like subscribe and share with anybody, you know, who may need this resource. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, please reach out to us at emotionalrunway at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.